Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The days fly by. It is Friday again and time for another edition of Take Two. We're still growing webbed fingers and toes from all of the rain. And I know Greg is over it. I'm over it. Jim, where are you? Hugh's been in Riverton building an ark. That's all I know. Uh, Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I am convinced there is an ark being built somewhere. I didn't get the memo, but animals are being collected. This this big ship is being built somewhere because I don't understand why it doesn't stop raining Sponsored by Ancestry.com. And while we're podcasting here behind the scenes, Matt Johnson, one of our meteorologists, walked in. Are we going to break the record or are we going to stay number two? I think we'll stay number two. He says we're going to stay number two, but we're the second wettest spring in history here in Utah. So that's really wet. When you're the second driest state in the nation and you're having a wet and wild year, it is I green done and pretty, with it. We don't have lawns. We have ponds, okay? That's what we have next to our structures now. It's crazy. I'm done with it. Nobody pray for rain. I'm done with the whole thing. Nobody prays for rain in Utah. People pray for moisture. <laughs> and I hate that word. So, like, let's just be done with the moisture for right now. Yes. Let's let the snow I pray for Democrats. I just you would pray lo- for Democrats. I, I'd like, you know, it's going to be June tomorrow, and we don't, we never got a, sp- a spring that I got to enjoy. I haven't been able to go outside. Today's the first time I've get around. Right. We want to get to this another day, but when you said you want to pray for Democrats, I believe Utah started out as a Democratic state largely and didn't. I read some history that said the LDS Church actually assigned members, some to be Republicans and Democrats, when polygamy was going on because they were trying to make some changes. Yeah, and I've I've had chats about whether we should assign people again and saying that was prophetic, it was important, and it's time to do that in every ward this again. Is Everybody a on this side of the pew of fake and that news. side this of the pew. This is fake news. This is fake oh, news. I, I, it's, not, it's not real? It didn't no. historically happen? No, uh, he's saying it's going to happen again. Oh. No, I said I've had discussions to see if it can come with back. church leaders, and they say, well, what do you want, Senator? And I said, okay, here's what I want. Just you know, sign people? All right. Yeah, and they said, well, we'll look into it. We'll look you into know. it. Yeah. Yeah. They All looked. right. It's a good idea. No. Okay, so we got to talk. There's so much news going on. Here's a few of the th- things we need to talk about. Uh, the president last night, out of the middle of nowhere, saying that he's putting a five percent tariff on Mexico. Uh, this because so many migrants keep crossing. Uh, the energy summit with the governor was big this week. Attorney General Sean Reyes wants to body scan all of us with this new project um, coming to the state. We'll talk about if it's legal, if it's cool, if it'll help save our lives. And I really want to know your take on the Great Salt Lake world record attempt that's coming up. I used to swim there. Don't tell me yet if you did, because I'm going to find out if you show up for this. And, of course, it's Pride Week here in Utah. So, so many fun things to talk about. Let's talk with the most serious topic, though. Um, Let's start with you, Jim, on this. Um, Yesterday, uh, President Trump tweeted out a picture of a little more than a thousand people apparently crossing the border in Texas at night. He's saying that this has to stop and the only way he feels like he can do it is to put slap a tariff on Mexico, 5% across the board, and that will go up unless the problem gets better and take it away if it gets solved. Is this going to work or does this create this other is problems? This a ludicrous way to run a country. Let me tell you, 
when I was, when a Democrat was in charge, and I was quite hysterical about declaring a bear's ears, I went to Washington for two frickin' years, four or five times, and they were doing studies, and they were looking at it, and they had this White House group, and they were begging Rob Bishop, come to the table, you know, we were interested, we want to know what Utah on and on it went, and I am saying there was a deliberate process, and it wasn't just Obama, it was Bush, it was responsible presidents for generations, don't just get up in the middle of the night, start tweeting ridiculous, off the top of their head, bizarre solutions, and a stream of consciousness, that may be okay for running a mildly... Uh, money-losing New York real estate empire, but it is no way to run the United States of America. And this is just another example, and I'll just finish before Greg eats his hand off. <laughs> look, Utah farmers. Look, rural Utah. When are you going to wake up? This president is a catastrophe for you. There go your markets. He's already lost China. He's already lost Asia. And soon, if these things actually go into effect, we're going to lose Mexico. You know what? Years and years and years and years of effort when you're getting a customer somewhere. And when somebody gets up in the middle of the night, burps, does whatever he does, and then sends out these tweets, and suddenly uh, the Brazilians and the Argentinian farmers and ranchers and uh, those who are selling the things that Utah is selling them, they're making deals. And Mexico is saying, you know what? We want a reliable, stable partner. There you go, rural Utah. How long are you going to stick with this guy? Because right, he's screwing up. you over. I, yeah. Whoa. Okay, so oh. obviously this does seem a bit spur of the moment. Some of my best ideas come when I'm running or showering in random times. Was this a really great idea that he tweeted? That at the or same time or different? Yes. I never shower so when, at the same time. Yeah. That's looking Heidi, dangerous. Heidi, when Jim describes going to Washington for two years, when he describes the circling of an issue and the, the yeah. deliberative process, the rest of America is calling that a do-nothing administration, a do-nothing Congress, a beltway that is big on talk and low on action. I, there's nothing great about circling issues forever. That doesn't make it any anything better. We need some action here. I agree with Jim when he says this is a terrible way to do it, except in the face of nothing. Nothing is not serving us. The status quo where nobody's doing anything, Congress is not passing reasonable legislation that would handle the, 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 the crisis we have at the border. It is not manufactured. I think all those talking points have been proven wrong. You do have a crisis on that border. Congress refuses to act in any, any, in any measurable way. So then what do you do? I believe that this, the, the country of Mexico can have a stronger hand and have an influence on the way this illegal migration is happening, so what immigration is happening. Do? They can they can enforce their border as well. Uh, there was a time where when when Trump argued, I'm going to shut down our border at Tijuana. We're just going to shut it down because it's gotten too dangerous. That that the prospect of that got the the government of Mexico in, more involved, and they were able to mitigate some of those issues that were were brewing around Tijuana. This hits you know, unfortunately, the economy, your pocketbook. These are very persuasive issues that do, that do compel action. I think Mexico is, it does rely on the United States for its trade. I think that 
you know, we cannot keep seeing everything that the United States would like to export be tariffed to death while nothing gets tariffed on the way in here. But so that's a that's a well, side issue with price, China though, we and want those our things. Maybe listen, but listen, maybe in the beginning there is a there there is that con- but we want there to be a consequence so that we resolve it. With China, we want that resolved. With Mexico, we want that resolved. Absent action. How do we think these issues are going to be resolved? So you believe there needs to be pain before we can get to yeah, the good part? Whether it's pain or whether it's a policy that you don't want to live with, and the way not to live with it is to deal with the other so, issues that are impacting our countries detrimentally. Yes, I do. Get I think it's a okay, before you get an answer, I want to know real quick, was yes. this a good knee-jerk decision not, or a bad one? No, I think it's, I think it's good. I, I like to see action. I, you need action. You Go ahead and study that for two years and watch how things progressively get worse while you study it to death. We need some decisive action. I think this will wake up the country of Mexico, and they will be our partner in a more orderly way to see immigration occur. Although it's been interesting that ever since the president's been talking about building this wall, it seems like the problems may be gotten worse. More people are trying to cross right now. Do you think this is going to solve it in any yeah. way? Is there going to be a resolution, maybe the meeting of the minds coming together, Jim, or no? I love the speaker's idea, which is, there's a bad problem. Let's start shooting puppies in the head because oh that's something. We need to do something. <laughs> that's exactly something. what I said. You Get know, the puppies. You just <laughs> read my mind. Bring them in. Look, there is a rational, realistic, honest approach. In Asia, we had a trade deal where all of our allies were forming a bank, were forming a united front to deal with the Chinese. They were the only country in Asia not invited to join in this association. We all sat down, hammered it out. It started under Bush. The proper way to deal with the Chinese on so many issues where they are cheating is united with our allies. What Trump has done is just the opposite. He said, screw the allies. We want to handle this bilaterally one-on-one. Nobody in their right mind would want to do it that way. We should be sitting down with everybody, going with a united front, and then saying to 75% of China's uh, export markets, either you do this or we're going to do this, and do it in a rational, reasonable way, not in the middle of the night. This is no way to run a country. This is hysteria. And it's the reason he's not going to get elected. He's, he's going to take this good economy that he inherited from Obama, and he is going to screw it up because everybody's talking about what a loony bin he is instead of talking about the economy. All right, and no puppies have been killed in this conversation. That we know know. Speaking of hysteria. Especially for me. I love dogs. I'm a dog guy. I love dogs. Here's the thing. We are, there's some assumptions going on in this discussion that I think we don't know. I don't know that, that it's true that it just was a wild idea that crossed his mind and he decided to tweet it and then it became the so case. So he might be crazy like a fox, like no, he knew he was going to is it, is it out of the realm like of, of possibilities that our president long ago could say, what can we do? What are the things that we could reasonably do with a Congress that will do nothing? What can this executive branch do? And it could be very well the case. He was given a suite of options. Uh, long, even a long ago, because he's seeing what's going on there. And finally, as he sees this rush and the, and this chaos going on, he's ready to, to move forward on one of those ideas that have been proffered. I, I think we would be, uh, 
it, it would not be accurate for us to assume that this was just an idea that came by in his head and he just implemented within seconds of thinking of it. It is definitely a new way of presidenting. I'll be interested when we get our next president to see if they adopt some of these Twitter ways. In well, that'll be a long like, time from now because that'll be 20, 2025. You mean, you mean President Booker will just pick up the oh, Constitution Spartacus. and throw it away like uh, so Trump you're, so did? you're backing Booker. That's, no, I'm, I'm not. I just cut that one name out. I, there's so many of them there's I so love. There's so many women running. You didn't even I know. think a woman. Okay, a I could have said... It's so true. many names. That was just the name. Just I one of. name. He is very charismatic. Okay, let's talk Thank a you. little bit about uh, the governor's <laughs> energy summit. Uh, that happened this week. There were some panels. I heard that uh, Greg Hughes may have been on one of those panels. Tell me your expertise and what you were talking about. So I was a, I was the moderator of a panel uh, that was talking about global markets for Utah's energy. We have the lowest sulfur, uh, lowest metal uh, particulates in our our crude, our oil. If we do care about the globe, and we know for a fact that countries, even like China, that is moving towards alternative energies, but they are so large, and so they are still consuming 10 million barrels a day of oil. If we know that Utah's yellow waxy crude, which has been kind of, it's hard to transport, but one of the things it has and is becoming more marketable is as our emission standards and regulations are, are requiring for lower emissions. And maritime vessels, the ships that travel the oceans, are now saying you can't have 3.5% sulfur in your fuel. It has to be 0.5. This yellow wax can be blended to make the lowest pollutant and the lower sulfur fuel, which is becoming more and more appropriately in demand. So we need to get these, this great fuel that we have. We have a low sulfur, high BTU coal. We have a low sulfur, low metal, waxy crude. We need to get those to the markets where if they're going to use it, we want it to be the most, the cleanest or the less, the lowest in emissions possible. So that's a great opportunity for Utah to access those global markets. It seemed to me, and I didn't get to hear the whole summit, obviously, that the governor is there meeting, talking about all the ideas they can come up with, putting more eggs in the basket for energy, so there's lots of different options. Yeah. Some of them that you mentioned are not awesome, save the planet ideas, but they're less bad ideas. Um, I understand there's some protesters outside, one of them made it inside. Um, is that an important part of the conversation, too, or does that not help? Hey, look, it's political pageantry. I, this is the sad part, and I've, I've been through presentations about the concerns of climate change. There is, I'm going to give a shame, I'm going to do a, a, an Avengers uh, Endgame All right, reference this is here. Be good. There is no Thanos, there is no Snap, where whatever you would like to see happen is just going to automatically happen. Whatever you would like to transition into, and that would be a cleaner a way for us to use, you know, however society works. We want, we'd like it to be electric and not have any carbon fuels, all those things. And we see the United States transitioning to that as we shut down coal-fired power plants. Where those, when that, where that transition is still happening, where they are not where the United States is right now, would we just be comfortable with them polluting at a higher level? Or would we take the coal that's cleaner? Or would we take a waxy crude that has 0.02 percent sulfur and have that blended to make cleaner jet fuel and and diesel and gasoline of course we oh should oh my gosh jim's pulling of course out of we should pocket. it's a, it's it's how we get to the very place that jim is about to espouse so jim, that we should be can, arriving at can we be okay with having a lot of eggs in our basket in working towards a green Gary herbert society for or, 10 years has been saying we are uh, all options are on the table stage. So you're anti-waxy crude. And he 
has never, ever, ever, ever got serious about anything other than fossil fuels. And the legislature follows them. We have no acceptance whatsoever of what is happening to this planet, what is clearly the most important issue for your children and your grandchildren, Heidi. It is warming up. And the state of Utah, because there's coal interest here and because there's big oil and most of the legislature Are those not tough is funded. Then? No, they're when not you... tough. We're not talking about them, Heidi. The yeah. legislature has never had a discussion. We've never had a study. We've never had a serious what region is going to be affected by global warming. How's our economy going to need to change? This is a dramatic thing that's happening, whether the governor wants to go like this and pull millions of dollars off the table with the kind of people that he invites and has sponsor to these Governor's Energy Summit, which is, which by the way, he used to, and I don't know if he did in this one, they all begin with the governor's invitation. Nothing to do with the summit, but all the sponsors come in and they write their checks as he has a fundraiser there. This is despicable. We're not dealing with the most serious issue of our time at all. So how do we deal with it financially? Because here's a question I look at just as a person who has a budget at home like other people. I would like to drive an electric car. I would like my husband to drive an electric car, my daughter. But what we can afford right now are the gas cars that we have right now. When you have a state that can produce these fossil fuels or those are part of the jobs that are there, do you not have to wean yourself off of these or can you wave your magic wand There's and no automatically weaning. have this? There's no plan. There's no idea. We're not yeah. going in the direction. Yeah. We cut the subsidies to electric fuel. The subsidies we're giving now in the hundreds of millions of dollars to the fossil fuel industry, the state doesn't want to talk about it. And I'm, I'm going to go back to rural Utahns again. They're getting screwed over because all of this money that comes rolling in um, on, on fossil fuel, the state's part, uh, the Community Impact Board money, which is an obscure committee that has hundreds of millions of dollars that used to go to rural Utahns to help them with water and schools and roads and project, now has been gobbled up by the big powers in the state, and it goes off to things like a $50 million coal port in Oakland. It goes off to these giant uh, coal companies, I'm telling you, they're bought off. They're paid for. This is pay yeah. to play. Are you bought off, this Greg? Are you driving us off? This to thing live? is awful. Let me give you some fossil fuel uh, progress. Okay. Things that are good. The EPA said, hey, refineries and Tesoro and Chevron, everybody that's making gasoline, we want you to have a portion of the gasoline that you're refining be what they call tier three, which is the cleanest. I agree. Brand new cars that so are being built today. So less bad's okay with Jim. Well, it's, no, it, it reduces it okay. reduces emissions from the tailpipe over sixty percent. Right. So it yeah. is a significant improvement. And if you look at where the clean, where the clean air issue or challenge is, tailpipes are still your greatest challenge. Absolutely. So if you can reduce the tailpipe emissions by sixty percent, that's a good thing. So there was a national regulation put in place that said, okay, refineries, you have to have some portion of your your inventory of gasoline that you refine tier three fuels. What the legislature did is we said, hey, we have refineries in North Salt Lake that are here. We have Tesoro. We have Chevron. We're going to do tax credits ahead of when that deadline arrives to incentivize them to refine tier three fuel here in Utah. And the reason we did that is that we believe that having that greater supply, which they're supposed to have nationally, but having it be the largest supply here in the state of Utah in a valley will reduce 
the, the, the clean air issues or the pollution by having tier three fuel and tier three automobiles, the newer ones. So those are some of the things that we're doing to make sure that we are being good stewards. And, they and wrote the a air. huge check out to Chevron. That was their solution. Did the legislature did today? that. But that's a good thing because it got those, those refineries here. Look, look oh, let me ask you. Okay. You asked me fair. Did yeah, I yeah, walk yeah. here? If you could look ahead and see your grandchildren. And that scares they, me. I'm not that old. Okay, and, and, okay. <laughs> you're going to have them. I know your kids. <laughs> They're fabulous. <laughs> if you could look ahead and see that there weren't going to be jobs, that it was going to turn into a desert, that we were going to have a catastrophic situation, would you be asking me that question or would you be asking the question, why isn't the legislature and why aren't the governor actually studying these things and the effect in Utah? This is happening. This is happening. You can't argue with it anymore unless you're a complete idiot. And we have taken this. We're not talking about it. The legislature has had exactly one hearing and we passed a half. <laughs> I don't remember the half number. Don't make something. it up. <laughs> no, I was going to say a certain oh, part of the body. Oh, I would like us to see us moving towards it. And for the record, my uh, daughter is actually on the Great Barrier Reef right now trying to figure out how to slow this global warming thing down. She encourages me not to use single-use plastics. I don't use straws. I even have bags in the back of my car. I sometimes remember at the grocery store. So, okay, so you're there, but I, 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 I don't always. I'm saying we're not. We're, it's straws. I'm not going to get rid of straws. I'm not going to get rid of straws. You've got to get rid of straws. I actually don't use straws because there's no. Use a glass. There's no good way to use a straw. You always I, use beer. I've tried a straw with beer. It's. Really I know. Wrong. We all need to make changes, and I th I hope that there is some good that comes but out Jim, of this. But Jim, can I just say? Yeah, let's um, just talk I, like person to person. Let's not leave our listeners or viewers with the idea that Utah's doing nothing. You might not like what's going on. They're not. We have a Department of Air Quality. Utah has a, a division, rather, a division of air quality. We have a Department of Environmental uh, Quality. And so we have DEQ, we have DAQ. We are looking at these things. We put money into more air monitors to make sure that we understood the particles that are in the air and the clean air. We, we funded more of those, uh, that, that, those uh, monitors so that we would have a better understanding. There are things the state of Utah is doing. I think you're well within your right to be unsatisfied or think that there should be more. But I don't want people to think nothing is happening. There is good work going on, but I, I do believe that uh, we have to stay vigilant. And say one other being unsatisfied is not a bad thing. It's not a bad legislator, thing. Because I feel like people, if this is an issue you care about, make those small changes at home. Do what you can to do it. And if it's something you feel strongly about, call and elect people who will lead us towards a cleaner life, right? No? No, I can live with that. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I, I think that's the only thing that's going to change. Remember... We take credit for improvements in the air along the Wasatch Front. The state does, you know, and you'll hear the legislature say, well, it's not as bad as it was, you know, when Aught 7. I'm not burning the fire in the fireplace is anymore, that helps. That, that only reason that happened is because of the dreadful EPA and Washington. Because the state has a law that says there will be no regulations in Utah that are any stronger than the EPA ones that go nationally. So even if we have a particular issue, we can't put our own uh, EPA, can't put stronger rules. So as this has gotten better over the years, it had nothing whatsoever. The state just gets in the way. They're against clean air in a lot of ways. I want to see policy and legislators and a governor that can be thinking about 
where we're going to be in 20 or 30 or 40 years and not worried about how we're going to squeeze that carbon, which is a bad investment in the future anyway. Carbon is not going to be there. All right. I'm hoping our brain cells are all healthy in there because clean air is important for a million billion different reasons. Let's talk about Attorney General Sean Reyes right now. I was just reading about this this week, but he's apparently made some deals or some agreements with some body scanning companies that are essentially kind of like what you go through at the airport, but for a larger crowd. So multiple bodies could go through them at once and is apparently ready to bring them into the state. Maybe when you're going into a BYU basketball game or a U of U football game or maybe going into the jazz or a concert. And the idea is that we would start scanning people and trying to weed out issues. And it's we're at a point in society where, sadly, this feels like where we need to be. Is this a good idea, Jim? Are there constitutional issues where if we're trying these things out, we need to notify you that we're doing this? I think it's creepy. Uh, we dealt with this in the legislature when, when uh, Greg was in the House. and it had, A lot of police agencies take police cars and they go on private property. Okay. And they take every driver's license as they go, you know, like in apartment I have places seen them in grocery stores and, doing that, yeah. And grocery stores and whatever, and then they just run it to see, you know, and keep track of where that car is at that time and was it outside a hotel or was this or that. You know, you throw all of that into everything else that they're keeping in Bluffdale. I I'm I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable with it. It's apparently on I-15 and they're, they're marking every yeah. car as it goes by. I mean, maybe it's uh, a... a giant tidal wave out there that can't be stopped and it's going to be stored. I, I think it's very creepy. And, and we had an incident where a law enforcement agency, uh, a, a law enforcement officer was allowed to go in there and he went in and, and got a lot of dirt about um, Technically, his, I believe that's illegal to his, do that. Just because he did doesn't mean it was allowed. It, but but it's capable. Uh, yes. Remember his girlfriend was involved or his yeah. ex-wife and then we had a uh, fire department where they ran everybody's prescription drug. Oh yeah, through um, the database. Yep. Yeah, databases. Yep. This thing, young people don't seem as upset about this. I mean, when I get when I, I get going on it, they kind of. We're starting to live in a world where Alexa listens to you, their cell phones. Uh, I think this is it. Do you remember when, like, we used to freak out when European countries had cameras on the streets and they could track and see what was going on? Yeah. Now I feel like you can't go anywhere, whether it's inside your house or outside your house, where somebody's not listening to what you're saying watching what you're doing have we just been desensitized we're frogs in boiling water we're cool with yeah. getting scanned look i hate to admit it but i've kind of uh, if you asked me this question a decade ago i didn't like photocop i didn't like yeah. i didn't like congestion pricing where you would have something on your car that would charge you more to drive in the rush hour versus off yeah. hour right. it seemed far too invasive and and violating our privacy but here's the here's the dilemma when the smartphones that we have, the tablets we have, when we accept an app and we say accept to the 18,000 pages of agreements, we are signing, a, we have given away all of our privacy. We've opened up the mics to our devices, our cameras. We've done all of this. Ugh. And and if, if a government really wants this information, they can probably buy it at this point from one of these companies that it's we true. have freely given it to. I feel like, I mean, see, my phone will tell me where I'm going. I didn't even ask it. And it'll say, it you know, 20 guesses, minutes to your next to appointment, you're going to go here. I Even know. if it's not on my calendar, it knows where I'm going, it if knows. I have any kind of routine. It's like, I feel like we've lost this whole thing. I went to China. They're so into facial recognition, 
now. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting there at the at the at the registration desk at the hotel, and I can see this monitor with like a little square going around my head, like taking taking note of my facial features. To store, I assume. I Delta don't know why else it's doing, doing that, it. Actually it could here, have been yeah. an editorial comment about you being a square. But <laughs> that might have been. Probably, it might have been probably, that too. Okay, so I just think the cow. I think the cow's out of the okay park. With them I, yeah, I, you know what? I just don't. Is I don't. There anything. I mean, I don't. I, I, why get mad at that? And not everything else. But is there? That's, that's how I is feel. Is safer though? I think the point I mean, is, is not getting shot when you go listen to Britney Spears yeah. or going to whatever yeah. concert you love to go to. I'm fine. I I can't get upset about it because I'm not. You can't get upset about that, but we're letting everything else go. Know, it's straining know, at mats and swallowing camels. I just think it's, it is what it is today in 2019. It is true. You sleep with your phone by your bed. It knows how long you sleep, if you've had a restless night, if you've been yelling at anybody. It's a weird world we live in. Speaking of a weird world, um, we're trying to pass uh, or surpass a world record here in Salt Lake City in a week. Um, in the Great Salt Lake, they want to get people floating out there. I forget who had the world <laughs> record. I wrote it down. Did I write it? Oh, Argentina, the free float record, 1,941 people floating. Have you either gone swimming in the Great Salt Lake or floated at I any got, point in your I life? Got, I got my, I'm going to this. I got my Speedo ready. It's, I <laughs> am it's a rainbow Speedo. You no, know, it's a participation yeah. thing. You know, you're gonna, it's going to have the opposite effect. Know, Do you get a certificate? I don't, well, the state will get a certificate and get to be in the book, and there will probably be a picture of a bunch of people floating. The good news is the salinity makes you float very easily. Have you been swimming there before, though? I've gone in there, yeah. And it's, 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 look, if you're listening and across the world, this is really one of the great experiences. Come to Utah and float in our. It used to be the thing. Brian filled bathtub. But when you look back at historical pictures, I mean, People were out there in their swimsuits, if you could call them that, back in the olden days, and everyone would go out there and float. I remember when Salt I was a kid. Air. Yeah, when Saltaire was there, they had a water slide. Do you remember that? Anyone? Am I crazy? Wally Wright built well, This that. was before the flood in 83. I was pretty yeah. young, but I think they had like a, a water slide, and you could go off it, and you little kids could go without life jackets because you would just pop right back up. So wow. I think we should bring the Great Salt Lake back and go float out there. Yeah, I've not swam. You haven't? Not in the Great Salt Lake. I've... I've I've missed that opportunity so far. Well, so. you got to watch out because the brine shrimp in your swimsuit, I'm not a big fan of. you got to watch out for the creepies. But, oh, my gosh. Yeah. But it could be fun. Yeah, you, you, it sounds it. It sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. If sure. you actually take one of those, they have cruise ships out there, if you can really? call it a cruise ship. Usually it's um, rest home. I don't know if they still do it, but years ago I went on it. And if you get to the middle of the lake away from the brine flies and all the yucky stuff, it gets turquoise. <laughs> and you can imagine for a moment you're on, like, the Mediterranean or something. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we call it the love barge. The love barge. Yeah. Just <laughs> Anyhow. I just think we should all Let consider me know how that it. goes. It's a week just, from now. I'll just get the World memo. World record? No? Yeah, you give me the memo. Let me know how all right. that works. Oh. We'll think about it. Um, speaking of fun things happening and your Rainbow Speedo, uh, we've got the Pride Parade coming up, uh, Pride Week going on downtown in Salt Lake. It's a big week. It's something that's growing here in Utah in good ways. 50,000 people. It is really fun. It is fun. a huge parade. And it's a big family. It's a it's. It's really is it still, a or is it just family. trendy now? I mean, I, I almost think that like it's the like the cool thing to do. Yeah. Like, oh. is, is it still what it was ten years ago, fifteen years ago, or is it now just cool and trendy to do? I, I wonder because it, it, it definitely does have I more it, acceptance. But now I almost maybe think it's, it's not the, as cool the as it thing. used to be. Yeah. I mean, it might have been cool when it was a little more on the edge. Now yeah. that everybody can go, maybe it's not. But yeah. it's fun. Is I it mean, still? Yeah. I mean, does it still feel the same? I mean, I I don't know. I haven't been KUTV over the years. KUTV so. does have um, T-shirts printed up with the color bars, you know, that you see on your screen. So, 
I think, I think there are a lot of people out there. I know there's a lot of groups that miss church. Not, I shouldn't say a lot, but I've seen in the past the Mormons building bridges out there. So I think it's definitely a change happening here in Utah. Sometimes you th see things at the parade that you have to like look twice and think, whoa, did I just see that? Sometimes I, I, I just... <laughs> But is it, but is it like a rock band that when a few people knew about it, it was really cool, but then they went commercial, they got really popular, everybody liked them, and all of a sudden, it was more mainstream, it is so more it commercial. lost There's some a lot of it. Oh, that's out what there. you're trying that's to say. What, so yeah, that's, that's my that's comparison. The, that's the danger. See, that's, that's but what I'm it comes down to the Utah Pride Center, which is a fabulous organization, and this is their main funder. So oh, whether it's cool or not, it brings. It still can it, bring it, it That's what yeah. like the tents are, not the parade so much. That's just yeah. a party waiting yeah, to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's fun. So if people want to see you in the parade. Where do they look? Are you going to be in like a fancy convertible? Are you going to be walking? I'm on a, to I'm on a pink Vespa with a, Vespa, a fabulous green. lesbian driving me. So I'll go this side and then over to the next side and. So Mayor Biscupsi is going to be riding. You're holding on to the back. No, like what's going to be happening here? Can I tell you a story? In okay, the, please. In the do. Murray Parade one year, okay. it wasn't the Gay Pride Parade. It was maybe the Pioneer. And I was, I worked for K Talk, a radio station. Yeah. And they had this new thing called a hovercraft. Yeah. You know, they were a big deal in the '80s. So it was a hovercraft. So the air pushed down, and and they were so hard to drive. Safe. Okay. So I'm driving along. This was a conservative except talk show. There talk was show. a, there was a horse in front of me. So as as poop. this was as my hovercraft was going, <laughs> I love this. The story. horse was pooping, and the crap was going everywhere. People were screaming and getting out of the way whenever we came. Because the was, air was pushing. Yeah, it was down. all room, room, room to the wonderful. side. It was awful. That is a wow. I have this thing about that. parades. All right, so you'll be there. Look for the people <laughs> on a hovercraft. That is. That is great. Maybe that's why we don't see hovercrafts in parades anymore. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that, maybe that was the official end to hovercrafts in parades with horses. I feel like a hovercraft actually might solve a lot of our green problems if we could get to that Jetson point or something, but we have yet to figure that out. Perfect. I don't know. Have you ridden one of the Lime scooters yet? Which, what's a, what's well, a, like oh, the you mean the green, the green yeah. things? Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I've read them. I think they're cool. Okay. Yeah. Do you wear a helmet? No. Okay. Uh, is it? Do you have to wear a helmet? No, you don't. You don't have to. No. It just depends on how much you like your brains. Well, the way I drive, it, it, other people should be required to have a helmet when I get on them because I'm, I'm not very good at that. All right. So Jim will be on a pink Vespa this weekend. Are you up to anything exciting? Nope. I'm, I'm just hanging out, hanging out at the house. Probably My wife's got lists of things burning for me to coal do. in the backyard. Uh, yeah, I just I just want to find as much carbon burn as I can me. burn in a given day. So I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna take charcoal and I'm gonna light it on fire. I'm gonna take my car and just rev it in the driveway as much as I can, as much as I can consume. I'm gonna try. All right. After this don't podcast, do that, but I think there are a lot of fires because school I think is officially out for all the districts across the state as of today. And there's a lot of kids. It's like the new thing to go burn your homework when the school year's done. So really? yeah. anyhow. Go get a fire pit, burn your homework, make some marshmallows and some s'mores. What could be more fun yeah. than that? What right? could That's be right. more fun? I mean, do you remember that? That last day of school and the countdown the last you week? Oh, chuck. you're at a certain age, and it is about... Okay. Throw your... Listen, Michael Jackson you, you, just, you just reminded me of something. i got to okay. finish with this, because right. we've been talking this a lot about end. environmental yeah. stewardship and protection. I've been on a Starsky and Hutch kick. I've been watching Ooh. Starsky and Hutch reruns. Okay? Wow. This is 1975-76... Los Angeles, okay? If you want to know where we really have come as a society, go look at the cars. Go look at the, the way the world looked back in 75 and 76. It would surprise you, and I would argue, we are making great progress in terms of air quality and being good stewards. It is, it, uh, and watch Starsky and Hutch because 
Huggy Bear is immortal. Okay, that man could walk through the door right now and he'd still be as cool as he was in 1975. Swear it. I think we have come a long ways. I'm watching reruns of a different show. I'm watching Seinfeld. And it's a little cringy. It's funny. But you're thinking... We would not do things the same today. So we've come a long ways. I watch I Love Lucy in the middle of the night. Oh, she's good stuff in the middle of the night. All right. Now you can all imagine what we're watching late at night. Thanks so much for listening on this Friday. Have a good one, and we will be back next week. Yep. And you see